For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. What's up, Thunder fans? You people are listening to Topic Thunder. Welcome in to another recap episode of Topic Thunder, and this was a good game. This was, so first of all, we come into this game uh, missing Paul George, missing Alex Abrinas, and seven minutes into the game, missing Terrence Ferguson. Um, So in years past, whenever you had these types of games where the Thunder were missing either a core player or multiple core players, uh, they would usually lose that game. But, um, you know, this year, it kind of shows the maturity of this team, this young team, um, that especially the younger players. Um, this is not a young team, but the younger players on it um, have shown a tendency to rise up to the moment. Um, and this game was no different. Um, so, you know, start off the game. Of course, you don't have George. You don't have Abrinas, and a couple minutes in it, you don't have Ferguson. That's a built-in excuse right there to go ahead and kind of lose that game, kind of become a trap game, and not really worry too much about it. You you just look back on it and say, hey, three players were out. Um, It just wasn't in the cards, but we have that man. We have that man that many people say is struggling. Some people, some crazy people, have even said, let's trade this guy, this guy named Russell Westbrook, who two years ago won the league MVP, um, has averaged a triple-double the last two seasons, and is on pace to average the triple-double again this year. Many people forgot about him. But he came into this game, and he kind of showed what he can do. You know, he, Antonio, Antonio Daniels made a good point after the game uh, where he said that Russell Westbrook is adapting to the team around him. It's not necessarily that he's struggling. It's not necessarily that he's um, slowing down or getting older. It's that he's adapting to the team around him, and that takes a lot for him. This is a guy that, you know, for the most part in his career, especially lately, he's had to do it by himself. Um, he's had to, even even last season when they had George and had Anthony, um, Carmelo Anthony, it was a... It was a situation where sometimes Russell Westbrook just had to take over. Um, But this year has been a little bit different. This year, you know, Paul George is a lot more confident in himself, a lot more comfortable in the situation, and he's playing like like he's a lot more confident uh, in himself. And so Russell Westbrook has not had to do as much. Uh, It's been more of a, you know, Russell Westbrook the distributor and not Russell Westbrook the scorer. And so for somebody who is – go, 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 uh, that could be something that takes a while to get used to. 
Um, but in this game, we saw the go, 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 go Westbrook. Um, and it was a great sight to see. This guy did not want us to lose this game. He came out early. He set the tone. And even though we kind of faltered a little bit in the second half, um, it kind of set the tone for that fourth quarter where the team buckled down and they said, you know what, we're not going to lose this game. Um, and so to kind of uh, kind of review you guys and kind of get you caught up, if you did not see the game, do not even worry. Let's go ahead and hook up the TiVo. You don't have to tell me why you need TiVo. So in that four, in that first quarter, um, so immediately you knew from the start Russell Westbrook was going to be aggressive. You know, whether it was for good or for bad, he was going to be aggressive. He was going to set the tone in this game, and he did that in the first quarter. He rocked so many babies in that first quarter uh, that uh, you may have a couple children that have shaken, you know, shaken head syndrome or whatever that's called, shaken baby syndrome. Um, this guy, he was posting up, you know, TJ Warren. He was posting up Mikael Bridges. He was posting up everybody and, you know, doing his little patented fade away and just rocking the baby to sleep. Um, so by the end of that first quarter, he finished with 15 points on seven of eight shooting. Um, so he set the tone early on. Um, the Thunder were very aggressive. They were, you know, heading into the basket. They were uh, passing it into Adams. Adams had, a, I think it was like eight points in that first quarter. Um, and it was just something that was very constant. It was something that was um, very deliberate as far as their aggressiveness. Um, and it worked for them. It worked for them in that first quarter. Um, Schroeder started in place of Paul George. I mean, I guess Ferguson was in place of Paul George and Schroeder um, took over Ferguson's spot at the shooting guard. And he seemed to struggle a little bit kind of with that um, with that role, I mean, it's he he kind of had that Victor Oladipo role where Victor Oladipo was kind of coming into the season expecting Kevin Durant to be there, and he wasn't, so he was thrust into being the number two the number two guy on the team. Um, and so you know, Schroeder came into this game basically the same situation. He's kind of thrust into being the number two guy uh, for this game, and he seemed to struggle a little bit in the beginning. He didn't really, you know, he really didn't have his. Uh, I guess his flow is rhythm to him. You know, it's a, it's a lot different whenever he's starting for Russell Westbrook because he's a natural point guard. Shooter is. Um, so Shooter comes into the game, natural point guard. So he's like, okay, I'm going to do point guard things. Uh, but when he came into this game, it was a little bit different because, you know, he's combo dual guard with Russell Westbrook. But he also is tasked with being basically the number two scorer um, out there. So he struggled a little bit in that first quarter. Uh, Ferguson played for about six minutes. He had four points, um, but I guess, I guess he got the bug that uh, that Alex Abrina's got. Hopefully, it doesn't keep him out for games on end. Um, and he sat out the rest of the game. So, no Abrinas, no Ferguson. Who are we gonna bring in? TLC, Hami? No, we bring in Abdul Nader, um, who has, I guess, you know, in the Houston game, we kind of brought him in the same situation with Abrinas being out um, and he struggled a little bit but he did very good this game um, as we'll get into that a little bit later but he came in played solid defense hit a three um, he was just very active and that's what the Thunder needed um, 
as far as Phoenix goes, DeAndre Ayton has made leaps and bounds over these past couple, I guess, couple games, couple months. Um, so the last time we saw him, or the last couple times we've seen him, uh, Stephen Adams has kind of abused him uh, throughout the game, but it wasn't the case this game. He held his own in this game. He looked like the number one pick. He looked like a big center uh, that was very mobile, that was very active, and it showed, you know, he had 10 first quarter points. I believe he had like six rebounds. He was very active, and he was able to match uh, Stephen Adams' intensity, Stephen Adams' activity. So by the end of that first quarter, it was uh, 36 to... It was 36 to 29 Oklahoma City. So Oklahoma City kind of, you know, was up up in front by seven points. And it looked like that was going to be the kind of like the, the theme of the game where, you know, they would eventually kind of pull away and, you know, coast to an easy victory. But we all know that in the NBA, teams make runs, um, especially when the reserves get into the game. So uh, beginning of that first of that second quarter, uh, Phoenix made their run. Um, but, it, I mean, it was so – the Thunder were kind of leveled out by Nader. Nader came in there. You know, he had to play much of that game. He, he played. He ended up playing 30 minutes, which for a player that averages, you know, one to two minutes a game, whatever, um, you know, he made the most of it. He looked real good out there, you know, and the second quarter was his quarter. He had 10 points in that quarter. Uh, he had two and one buckets in which, you know, he put up the I'm a strong man symbol for you know for, for Russell Westbrook to to kind of cheer him on the first one and the second one he did the same thing um, so he had 10 points in that quarter he kind of helped maintain this this you know it wasn't a lead um, you know we got outscored that quarter 28 to 22 uh, which we went into halftime with just a 58 to 57 lead but I mean it was one of those things where you're looking for somebody. Whenever you have so many people out, you're looking for that one person, that one spark, that one person to step up. And uh, Nader did that in the second quarter. He kept them at bay. He kept the Suns at bay. Um, and we needed all 10 of those quarters to kind of, you know, balance it out. And, you know, Russell Westbrook didn't have as as good of a quarter in the second quarter um, as he did in the first. Schroeder again was struggling uh, in the first early part of this game. And he was still struggling in that second quarter. So, you know, we needed Nader, and Nader stepped up. So Nader's previous career high in his <laughs> in a game is 11 points. He had 13 points by halftime. This dude eclipsed his previous career high by halftime. He was feeling it. Um, it was fun to see. It was happy to see, you know, because, you know, when we got this guy, Nader, the clips that I did see of him, he was a shooter. Um, he would drive the ball sometimes. Uh, he was an okay defender. Um, but basically all that, you saw that in this game plus some. You know, he was driving into the basket. He was, you know, he was using his big body around the rim. Um, and it really helped the Thunder to, um, to get that needed extra boost that they needed uh, to make it into halftime. So it made it into halftime up by one, 58 to 57. Uh, and so we fast forward over to the second half. Third quarter was the, the you know it's usually been the Thunder's best quarter. Not this time. It was the Suns' quarter. T.J. Warren went off. He had 11 points. Um, the Suns went up by five two times in that quarter, and that's you know it's kind of a situation where you look at it. Suns are playing at home. Uh, this is the fourth time the Suns and the Thunder have faced off this season. 
the, the Thunder have beat them the previous three times. And so it's hard to beat a team in the NBA four times, regardless of whether they're a, you know, a bottom of a conference, bottom of the league type team. You know, especially when they play at home, regardless of whether they're young, whether they're veterans, um, teams tend to play better at home, number one. And number two, they know whenever a team comes into their arena and have beat them three times already in the season. Um, so they knew that they were coming in, they were playing hard in that third quarter. And by the end of the third quarter, they're actually up by three points. Um, so the, the Thunder kind of, again, Schroeder was kind of struggling. He kind of, he made two points, he made four points in that quarter. Um, Westbrook, again, he was consistent, but it wasn't anything like it was in the first quarter. Um, so, you know, the Thunder went down by three heading into the fourth quarter. Um, and then in the fourth quarter, Dennis Schroeder stepped up big time. Uh, Dennis Schroeder, uh, before that, I believe he was three of 12 from the field uh, before the fourth quarter. In the fourth quarter, he shot five of six for 14 points. He had two, th- two three-pointers. Um, he was, he just, he took over the game early in that fourth quarter. And the Thunder had a run there um, about, about nine minutes from about nine minutes in the quarter to about three quarter, three minutes left in the fourth quarter, uh, where they basically went on a 22 to seven run and shut the door on the Suns. The Suns could, you know, this, this is where their defense took over. This is where you know, the principles of a team take over. And this fourth quarter was when the, the defense stepped up. The defense was not allowing Devin Booker to get open. They weren't allowing Devin Booker to get any open shots. Um, every shot the Suns shot up was contested. Um, you know, you had Nerlens Noel out there picking pockets. You had Steven Adams out there um, defending the paint. And you just, you know, one of the things about Nader out there is that Nader is a long-arm defender. And so just being long-armed, um, you're going to get deflections, you're going to get steals, and you're going to get contestants. Con- you're going to be able to contest shots a lot better. Um, and so that's basically what the Thunder did during that stretch in the fourth quarter. And that's what won them the game um, as far as the uh, the defense that they played on the Suns. Um, and so ended up 118-102. to um, Abdel Nader, his last point was a little... Shake and bake that he had on Kelly Oubre. Kelly Oubre ended up on the ground. And uh, Nader had himself a little eight-foot jump shot uh, to give him 18 points for the game. So Thunder ended up 118 to 102, victorious in Phoenix. Uh, that moves them to 22 and 12. Uh, they're in second place in the Western Conference. They're tied with Golden State. Um, half game behind Denver, but uh, they're ahead. They're ahead of Golden State because of percentage points as far as the record goes, uh, which is a good thing. You know, as as we head into the close of the year, um, we are right in the thick of things when it comes to contending in the Western Conference. Um, you know, and that's good for a team like the Thunder, a team like Golden State. You know, they've been through the wars as far as finals, as far as. You know, you know, they last season they went ahead and just let the Houston Rockets, you know, win the Western Conference, and then in the Western Conference Finals, they knew what they had to do to win, uh, to win that series. Um, and so it's it's a good thing for the Thunder as a younger team, uh, who have younger role players, not necessarily a younger team, but have younger role players, to maybe get home court advantage, maybe even more than one series um, in the playoffs to help them kind of get their confidence and help them get their. Um, get a couple wins under their belt um but moving on 
So moving on to the player of the game. Um, shouldn't be that difficult to guess who it is, but here we go. The player of the game. And the player of the game, of course, is Russell Westbrook. Um, he set the turn. He set the tone early. Um, without him doing what he did in this game, in a whim, and, and that's that's by that's by design also. Because if you have uh, a Paul George that is cooking like he's been cooking over the past month, you don't necessarily want to have you know somebody else getting into that you know into that limelight or, or you know kind of butting into what he's doing. Uh, but in this game, it was needed. Paul George was out. Alex Breen was out. Um, and so you needed that that confidence builder from the beginning. Um, and so Russell Westbrook finished the night with 40 points, uh, 12 rebounds, 8 assists. Um, he was shot 17 of 29, 3 of 7 from 3. Um, and, you know, as is, <laughs> as is a par for the course for him this season, 3 of 6 from the line. Um, but he had a great game. He controlled the game. It wasn't just, you know, brute scoring and just – out there, you know, muscling his way to the basket. It was a controlled effort. Um, he was in control the whole time. Um, he knew when to shoot it. He knew when to pass it. Um, and he did commit six turnovers, don't get me wrong, but whenever that much responsibility is on his shoulders, you know, the, the possibilities of turnovers are a lot higher. Um, but he had a great game. But let us not forget about Abdel Nader's or Abdul Nader's uh, contributions. He had 18 points on seven to 13 shooting, two of four from three. Uh, he had five rebounds. Uh, he was a plus six while he was out there. He defended very well. Um, you know, one of the knocks on him has always been kind of his defense, but he defended very well. Used his length um, and used his his bigger body in the paint um, to to get himself a couple and ones and kind of just you know add to his repertoire a little bit. You know, and also honorable mention, Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder, 20 points without his outburst there in the fourth quarter. I don't think the Thunder win this game. Uh, so he had 20 points on 8 of 18 shooting, uh, 2 of 7 from 3. And he was just, in that fourth quarter, he was just cooking. He was just great overall. Um, but as far as this game goes, your player of the game is Russell Westbrook. Do I get anything? Do I win? Do I get I a bonus? <laughs> That'll be sick. No, it's just, I don't know. Seems dumb. It does. I mean, yeah. And kind of diving into some stats real quick. So a couple of the other players, uh, Jeremy Grant had a good game. Uh, he had 12 points, uh, eight rebounds, one assist, three blocks. I mean, three steals, two blocks. Uh, he shot six of 12 from the floor. Um, Steven Adams had a little bit of a subdued game, um, but it was still good and in retrospect, he had 12 points, 13 rebounds, uh, three assists, three steals, shot five of ten. Um, and Hami, Hami, Hami had he affected the game while he was out there. Uh, he had six points, one rebound, uh, shot three of five. And Noel, he he did a good job of keeping us in the thick of things in the third quarter whenever the wheels were kind of coming off the car. Um, he didn't have any points, but he had four steals, and two of those steals <laughs> were on Jamal Crawford, just basically, you know, guarding him on the on the perimeter and just stealing his cookies. Um, so he did a great job of of of, of being the, the defensive anchor uh, that we needed during 
you know, during the time that the reserves were on the floor. Um, as far as the Suns go, T.J. Warren, he had 19 points on 8 of 15 shooting. Uh, T.J. Warren's one of those guys that just, he scores, but he just doesn't do much of anything else. He just had two rebounds, and that's it. He had two rebounds, zero assists, zero steals, zero blocks. He had three turnovers. Um, and that's one of, that's going to be probably his undoing in his league as far as just being a scorer. I mean, not necessarily undoing, um, but he's going to be one of those guys like a Jordan Crawford or something like that that, you know, after this contract, he probably hops from team to team as a, a bench guy that can score. Um, Mikael Bridges had 13 points on 5 of 10 shooting. Um, I really like this kid. Uh, Mikael Bridges is one of those guys that he's a glue guy, and he's a pretty good glue guy. Uh, DeAndre Ayton, like I mentioned before, he had 16 points, 9 rebounds, uh, 3 steals. And Devin Booker, he had 25 points, uh, 10 assists, 7 rebounds. Um, but he needed to shoot 22 times to get those 25 points. The Thunder did a very good job of always having a hand in his face, um, making him very uncomfortable when he was shooting. And so he was never able to kind of, you know, get into rhythm and get hot um, to to decimate the Thunder on the perimeter. Uh, Rishon Holmes had a pretty good game, six points, three rebounds. Um, and Oubre, Oubre, I kind of I praised him in the last podcast, the last uh uh, recap podcast, but he only had four points. Um, he, he just he didn't look good out there. You know, he, he, like I said, like I said in that previous podcast, he's going to be inconsistent offensively. Um, he's a long body; he can be a good defender, uh, but there are going to be nights where he doesn't appear at all in the game, and that's this is this was one of those nights. So I want to move on to a little section we like to call "Terrible Twitter Takes of Tomorrow," um, and I'm pretty sure. Tomorrow is going to be Abdel Nader, Abdul, Abdel Abdul. I don't know why he has an E in there uh, if it's Abdul, but it's, it's going to be Abdul Nader Day on Twitter tomorrow. Um, so people are going to be asking, why hasn't this guy been playing? Uh, they're going to be asking, oh, then they're going to be saying, oh, wow, we got ourselves another rotation player. Um, you know, everybody's going to be, you know, Billy Donovan. What, you know, why hasn't Billy Donovan been playing this guy? Pump the brakes a little bit, guys. He had one good game. You know, everybody remember that Alex Sabrina's, what, 25, 26-point explosion that he had at the beginning of the season or the 24-point explosion that Terrence Ferguson had last year against the, the Lakers. You know, these are NBA players. They tend to have good games from time to time, um, but they're not superstars. You know, these guys are role players, and they fill a role. I hope Abdul continues to do well. I hope he continues to provide Good minutes off the bench, um, but this is not the second coming of of Kevin Durant or something like that. This is not, you know, this is not LeBron James, Egyptian LeBron James. So let's calm down. He had a good game. Thank goodness he had a good game. We needed it. Um, hopefully he has a couple good games whenever, you know, a couple more games like this whenever we do need it. Uh, but great job by him this game. But let's not go ahead and kind of get all over Billy Donovan or get all over the team for not playing him. Uh, throughout the season just a reminder he only had 16 points the entire year up to this point Uh, so he you know he surpasses output in one game um, scoring 18 points as compared to 16 for the entire season this year so good game by Nader but let's pump the brakes a little bit and hold up you know on crowning him the MVP of the league another thing that I want to kind of talk about is uh it's Billy Donovan, you know, you know, every time 
every time like a Golden State or you know Greg Popovich was the king of this, where you know whenever somebody goes down, next man up. So he always has his team ready. You know he always do, does these weird things where he plays guys, you know, out of rotation just to have them prepared for whenever they need them. Um, Billy Donovan is doing that. This season has proven that Billy Donovan, those weird lineups that he throws out sometimes, um, there is a method to his madness. And it's times like this where a guy like Nader, you know, earlier this season when we needed TLC out there, TLC performed. You know, these guys, like I said, they're all NBA players. They can all play. Um, You just got to put them in the right environment, in the right position uh, to perform. And tonight was Nader's night. Um, but shouts out to Billy Donovan for having his team prepared, having his guys prepared. Shouts out to Russell Westbrook and Paul George as the leaders of that team, you know, cheering their guys all whenever they do get out there, one minute, two minutes left in a blowout game. Um, but, you know, shouts out to them for having them prepared um, to perform. And so looking forward, we have a road home back-to-back against the Dallas Mavericks, our good buddies, the Dallas Mavericks, J.J. Barea, um, newcomer Luka Doncic um, into this rivalry, um, DSJ, Dennis Smith Jr., and Dirk. Dirk, I don't know if he's playing in those games or not. There's a back-to-back, so we probably play in one of them. Um, but we get to welcome him back and uh, and just see how they do against the Mavs because the Mavs beat them the first time they played and beat them pretty handily. Uh, so this will be a good opportunity to go, you know, hopefully 24 wins and 12 losses by the end of the year um, if they win both games. Um, and it's a good opportunity for them to kind of, you know, come back on a defeat that they had earlier this season. And on that note, I do want to bid you guys adieu. Um, make sure that you check out our podcast on at least the, the recap podcast. Make sure you check it on Thunderous Intentions. Uh, make sure you check them out on now that's thunderbasketball.com. Um, always check us out on our Twitter at OKC Topic Thunder. Um, and then also check out our podcast anywhere, usually anywhere where you get your, your podcast. So whether it be iTunes, uh, whether it be the Google Play Store, Spotify, um, Stitcher, any of those places, you can find our podcast there. Um, and if on iTunes, if you're able to leave us a five-star review, that would be great. That really helps out with the ratings and with the rankings. Um, and leave a comment. We would love to see your comments, whether they are constructive criticisms or whether they are, you know, just good jobs. Uh, we would love to see those. Talk to us on Twitter. Be part of our conversations. We sometimes put up polls. We sometimes have, you know, different topics we talk about. Visit us there and talk to us there. Um, but other than that, you guys have yourself a great night. Have a great evening um, and continue to thunder up. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. 
Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.